Good morning, everybody. It is your favorite host, Tino Killed It here with for another episode of What the Fuck Am I Doing With My Life? Um, this week, I was able to get a dear friend of mine um, on the phone, Mr. Cameron Pierre, a.k.a. Remedy, a.k.a. all the a.k.a.s, and I believe I say all the a.k.a.s in the interview. Um, we just discussed like things about like music and his journey into like film work and such, and uh, I just... I honestly think it was really good to get him back on because um, the man's doing so much and he's so much behind the scenes for me as well because he's the one that's been directing the music videos. Um, And so definitely like understanding where this man's like head is at is crazy because he's just like sometimes just on a whole different level of genius. Um, And uh, as always, too, he's going to bless us with one of our shenanigans stories as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So, here with me today, I got a dear friend of mine. I was we had him before, Cameron Pierre, Yee-hee. Fly Rich, Fly Richie, Remedy, all the names, all the AKAs. How are you doing, bro? Good, man. I'm I'm slightly hungover, but um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy it's the weekend. That's crazy. Yeah. See, and that's all funny too because this has already been like an hour past when we were supposed to do this so you've been like hung over and had a hell of a morning already on top of that yes sir yes sir it's been busy i've I've actually been up since pretty early this morning which i'm i'm proud of but it's just been busy so but we alive baby we good that's what's up man well give us some updates man last time we talked you dropped vertigo music in general looking for you um so music has been going pretty well actually i've been writing um some new stuff I'm not looking to put out another project, but maybe a couple singles here and there. Okay. Um, a, a couple producers out here that I'm um, in San Jose that I'm going to be collaborating with and just kind of dropping one-off tracks. Um, and yeah, man, just, just kind of perfecting my craft, um, trying to get into a few other things like um, the shooting music videos and directing mm-hmm. and editing and things like that, which you know very well. Um, mm-hmm. And trying to get into the DJ scene a bit as well. So, yeah, man. Nice. There you go. See, and that's like, that doesn't surprise me. It's hella funny because me and Cam have like multiple conversations where I tell him all the time he's trying to put like his energy into too many different things because he can't just sit still and do one. He has to do <laughs> everything. Um, but no, dude, it truly is like really crazy to watch. And especially like how you progress with so much of that stuff, especially with like the music videos. Cause like you said, we were talking about that. Um, and just for anybody who doesn't know out there, Cam, it made pretty much his like directing debut um, with my music, the new music video that's Mitchell uh, Keith and I um, called Crunch Time. So Cam filmed both of those, um, even though they were edited by Donovan of DZFX. But um, yeah, dude, like. I, like, how were those experiences for you? Especially, like, you know, going from goddamn being the first one. Like, how did that feel? Mm-hmm. And then, like, going into, okay, now that I've got my feet wet, let's do crunch time. And then that being a whole different experience as well. Like, walk us through how that was. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, like, before goddamn, I had, like, done a lot of research into um, how to use my camera, um, how to do different cinematic shots, um different settings on the camera um um, i've i'd like been watching a lot of music videos in general just to see what people do um and so goddamn was like my 
my first time to really try any of that stuff out, but it was still a first attempt, right? So um, I hadn't actually put any of this stuff into practice until goddamn. And then, how, how long? How long were you studying like this stuff before? A, a long time. Goddamn, even came. A long time. Okay. Like even before I even had the fucking camera to do it. <laughs> just something that you always just kind of wanted to get into a little bit. Yep, exactly. Just watching YouTube videos, man. Um, and yeah, and then after Goddamn came out, actually, no, no, no. So after after like I actually got to see some of the shots that I took. So before it was even edited by Donovan. Um, I got to see the shots that I took and which shots worked and why they worked um, and and start to kind of like see like, oh, I maybe I would have shot this shot differently um, if I was to have the opportunity to do it again. So I got to watch those videos. And then once Goddamn actually came out and I saw how it was edited and I saw what worked for what reasons as well, then I was like, oh, bet. okay, now I have a clear understanding of what to do going into the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. And then, and then, so with us going into crunch time, what do you feel like you did differently? Um, so I think, I think crunch time, um, I did a lot more directing um for for crunch time then goddamn goddamn we did i mean there was some directing but we had a lot of just natural shots in there you know like people just naturally going about doing what they were doing um Mm -hmm. goddamn like there were like things i wanted to capture um so there was a lot more directing with goddamn and i'm sorry sorry with crunch time and with crunch time we actually you know we got to work in that dope ass studio and so we had control yeah we had control over the lighting which really helped um because one thing that I've learned is that lighting can make or break a shot, you know? And so mm-hmm. once you're able to control the lighting, I mean, you can get some really crispy ass shit. And so, which we did, you know? Um, yeah. I also was able to like get some advice from um, Donovan um, at, D- how, do you, how do you say? Is it DF? <laughs> it's a DZFX. DZFX. So Donovan at DZFX gave me some advice as well. And so I like followed that advice going in, into crunch time as well and um yeah man so by the time crunch to when we shot for crunch time we got some shots like if the shots for goddamn were good like man like the shots that we got for crunch time blew those out of the water just because there was a lot more experience you know like i i took everything that i learned from the first one and then continued researching and then put all of that combined research into the next one yeah Dude, and that and that it really did come out so amazing, and everything that day went so fluently. And um, I remember that day very specifically because it was um, it was during the midst of like you know me going through all the all the shit I was going through with the property. Um, mm-hmm. In the midst of you know Mitch just really just kind of just trying to you know get things going in motion, um, and I remember that day him not fully being you know there because of the lack of sleep and how much he had been working. Right. Um, so, you know what I mean? Being able to kind of have like your like expertise there and being able to just be like, hey, let's do this, this and that. Um, but then also, I kind of feel like, you know, like with, with me being able to just kind of I was so hyped about it. Like we very much meshed very well together and being able to get a lot of these shots. And um, Definitely. that's what I think is really that's what I think is really cool about this, too, because obviously with like mine and yours, like long friendship, like doing stuff like this isn't hard. It's not difficult mm-hmm. because we just automatically navigate so well around each other and pick up on certain things where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm sure they're going to want me to do this. Yep. Or, you know, it's like, I know he's going to do this. So let, I'm just going to make sure I keep following, yep. you know? 
um, things like that. And then what's the experience been like working with Donovan? Because that was kind of like two completely different worlds because that was like Mitch's buddy who like introduced us. And then, you know what I mean? You were able to like really kind of work with that guy and kind of pick his brain a little bit. Like how was that experience? been? So honestly, like I haven't, I haven't got a chance to talk to him much, but after goddamn, um, I had emailed him about some, um, about some stuff. I don't remember what I originally, Oh, just to make introductions and shit. And then, um, you know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. So if you have any pointers. And so he did shoot me some pointers. He also shot me some, um, some cool stuff so that when I actually start editing, I'll be able to use that stuff. Um, like he sent me a zip file, things that I can use that are um, tailored specifically for my camera. And so mm. he was able to do that. But I think more so. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Really dope of him to do that for me. Um, but also like, I think just seeing you know like essentially he's making my vision and he's actually creating that right and so being able to kind of see like goddamn he got it spot on like every shot that he used and the way he used every shot was exactly how i saw it in my head like to a to a t from the way that he lined up the shots to to the way that that he used the the one shot of of you and Rack towards the end um, on the stairs, like literally, literally, he set it up exactly how I saw it in my head. Um, and then going into crunch time. All right, can you hear me, bro? Yes, sir. Okay, my bad about that. Uh, there was like that internet connection. So you were saying that like with um, Donovan and Goddamn, he pretty much got it all the way down packed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, exactly how I saw it in my head. Um, and then go, going into crunch time, um, I think we at first we saw things differently, right? So how I had it in my head to how it came out um, was different. But then before I even said anything, Donovan then messaged Mitch and then was like, oh, like, I'm not happy with it. I'm going to change it. So it's like he was even still, without me saying anything, was still on the same <laughs> wavelength that something about it's not right. And then he came yeah. back, and I loved the second version, right? Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely been dope. And it's been dope because, like, I get to see another person's work. Because obviously, like, eventually I want to get into editing myself. And so if I'm shooting right now and then seeing editing, then I, I, I can learn how I would also edit my own stuff. You know, if this is how another person edits myself, then how would mm -hmm. I, I can learn from that, you know, and, and learn how I would edit it. Yeah, no dude. And that's what was like really cool about like the whole process of it too. And that, that was kind of the crazy part. Cause initially uh, when me and Mitch had gotten the first mix of it, um, mm -hmm. we were stoked. We were like super excited with it. And we're like, yo, this shit's amazing. Um, and then when we had gotten your feedback on it, it was crazy because, yeah, like uh, Donovan had actually messaged Mitch and was like, I don't know. There's just something I'm, I'm not entirely happy with. I don't know what it is. Um, but he was just kind of trying to hurry and not really trying to figure it out too much just because we were kind of, you know, trying to put the video out. Right. Um, but once it kind of became a, hey, don't worry about it, dude, take your time. Mm -hmm. um, then he was able to really go back and look at a lot of the things. And it's funny because, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell. <laughs> a lot of the differences from the first to second version uh, i was like okay i see some of the like clear blatant like changes uh -huh. but i was like but other than that they look a lot of the same version so when he sent so when he sent it to you and you were like clear on it i was like man there must have been just so much that i didn't really 
notice of it and just especially with how much that he had to do and uh he had actually told uh told me about the color grading uh-huh. that he had to do and that was kind of what was taking a whole big portion of it and um, that's why like we popped out so clear like with the white backgrounds and stuff like that and i mean people have been like messaging me left and right already about it you know what oh. i mean like the video the video has like been doing really good so like we hit like 250 views in the like first day like we haven't even hit 24 hours yet being totally uh, public so um yeah i I think i I think the main thing from from the difference between for me the main thing the difference between the first and the second version so i felt like the first version had a lot of like stagnant shots right and Mm -hmm. and it's a very energetic song and so you know, like it, you want the the video to match the energy of the song, and so I just felt like at first it was like a little bit stagnant. And the mm-hmm. second version, he included more of the movement shots, and mm-hmm. even even when he didn't, he didn't use as many um, of the same shot without transitioning to another shot. If that makes sense. Mm, no, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like uh, so. Instead of like keeping a clip in there for like you know 3.5 seconds he probably trimmed it down to like yeah like 2.4 or something and and was able to fill in that time with other stuff or even if it meant or even if the time was kind of elapsed out like there was a lot of different like uh color transitions in there so for so for any of the longer um you know scenes you could see that like there was still some movement that kept going right exactly exactly which just gave the whole video more energy more depth um and that that was the whole thing like it just it just felt shallow at first but now no it doesn't feel shallow at all like there is more layers there is more depth to it now and i'm like yes this is it (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude very um yeah we're all very excited with it and i finally had the pleasure of meeting donovan actually just the other day oh shit Um, yeah i i finally met him so (laughs) he and it was funny because when he saw me he was like he was like the man, the myth, the legend. And I was over here. I'm like, okay, well, hold on though. I said, I need you to understand something. I go, before this moment, I had no idea what you look like. I said, you've had the luxury to at least edit my face. I go, right. you know my face probably better than I do. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and he was like, okay. He's like, you know, that kind of makes sense. He was like, that's why I was able to recognize you with no issue. Like, you know, with face masks on and shit. But yeah. Um, but no, dude, it overall has been a really great experience. And it's hella cool that, like, especially for, like, you guys being, like, a director editing, like, almost combo, it seems like we've been running with. Um, just dude, it's, the, been, it's been dope. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a really good collaboration. And to see how you guys still mesh, even with very little communication and just just being the same type of visionary, is it's insane. <laughs> it's really it's, insane it's been super cool for me as well because since your two videos have come out like i've had like other people contact me like multiple other people contact me about either collaborating on video work so other videographers or like shooting for other people which is no shit dude yes which is dope because this is just my <laughs> second video and this this happened like after goddamn and then a, a couple more since Crush Cut Time has come out, but it's like, dude, that's dope because you know I'm still still very early in this. So the fact that you know people are reaching out shows that I'm at least I must be at least halfway decent. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding, dude. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why it's like, and we've been getting a lot of people hitting us up too, like 
asking us like yo who filmed this like you know what i mean and then like when people finding out that it's you that filmed it it's even more surprising because it's like mm-hmm. like i said we more know you for your like your music and it's just yeah. like so it's like now to see you diving into another realm and you know just doing really well like from the beginning it's just crazy man it just it just goes to show how like multifaceted you are and you know what i mean like dude like really like it's crazy man and just the work that you put into it so really man be proud of the video because i know we are we're very happy with it so thank you bro i definitely am i remember as a kid right i used to um i used to want to be a photographer strangely enough right as Mm. a young young kid and i had this this one little camera and i used to be so proud of myself like going around trying to like like take pictures of family or like take pictures of things and mm-hmm. and be like look look at my picture and then trying to <laughs> better pictures than my dad could and shit like that yeah and it's just interesting how that's like carried through till now you know like like i still have an interest in like making things like look cool you know yeah um so no nah, man that's what i'm saying it's, it's been really amazing well one of the reasons that i love bringing cam onto the show here is because one of the things that has always been something that people keep hitting me up and telling me to do is bring Cam back on here and tell another one of our crazy stories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're, our... we're gonna we're gonna have to start doing things again because we're gonna start running out of stories soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I was like, we still we still have quite a bit. I feel like we still have a lot of nights that we probably still haven't remembered yet. Like, I feel like some people <laughs> some people from the past are just gonna reach out and just be like, don't forget about this night. Like, oh, right. fuck, that's right. Right, that's true. That's true. So, so okay, so remind me the last two that we talked about. I know we've talked about Tahoe already. Yeah, we talked about Tahoe, and then and we've also talked about. Uh, the Oakland Music Festival stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did we? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about those two. So I, I know which I know which one we can talk about because this is a funny one that gets brought up a lot. Um, so it's another night in Oakland at the Trap City event. I know you remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tino and I used to go to these events called uh, Trap City, um, which is like EDM trap music. Um, they would either have them in Oakland, um, sometimes in San Francisco. This particular one, I want to say, was in Berkeley. Yeah. Uh, and so we had gone. It was you, me. Who else? Uh, Katie? Katie. Yeah, it was Katie and Mitch. No, was not Mitch. Mitch. No, 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 not Mitch. Not Mitch. EJ. It was EJ. EJ. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's who it was. So we we had gone. Obviously, we're all belligerently drunk. Uh, we're having the time of our lives, um, and I'm I'm like close to blackout status. I would say probably not blacked out yet, but close to it. So I'm just feeling the music. I'm closing my eyes. I'm like gigging, gigging, gigging. Next thing, I feel someone like push my shoulder or whatever, and it's Katie, and she's like, "Hey, we gotta go." I'm like, "What do you mean we gotta go? Like I'm having a good ass time. What do you mean we gotta go?" They're like, "We gotta leave." Tina got kicked out, and I'm like, "Got kicked out." And so I look, I look like to the side of me. I'm like, oh shit, he's really not there anymore. And and so I'm like, why did he get kicked out? Okay, and, so and... It's, it's probably important that I should tell my side of why. It got yes, because I don't know, I don't know what happened. But, I yeah, before, before we continue forward, so what had happened was, so when we arrived to Berkeley, um, we had been drinking, and we were drinking. I, I just remember it was mixed with Monster, whatever it was. It could have been vodka. I think it was vodka. Probably. And, that sounds about right. Yeah. So as we were fucking mixing the shit, um, 
I just ended up drinking way too much of it before we got in there. We we are very notorious for pre-gaming way too hard. Yeah. And so we had, you know, pretty much down this bottle of uh, vodka before I walked in. And then as we walked in, me, you, and uh, EJ had all bought everybody around of uh, AMFs. I was going to say, probably so AMFs, because so that's what all we yeah. were drinking back so, then. So all of us had three AMFs. I drank all three of my AMFs. I had to drink one of yours, and I had to drink one of EJ's. Because you guys Sounds were like, because right. yeah, you guys were like, I could only do two. And he was like, I could only do two. So I took two from you guys on top of it. So I had five AMFs. And so I just was fucking faded and so we're so i remember it was a i think it was gladiator that was supposed to be headlining that night and so we I, had and i remember yeah we, I, I don't I, I don't remember who it was i was gonna say dj slink for some reason but that could have been another another time yeah i think that was the one with party favor i don't know okay but yeah who knows yeah but right so all i know is we didn't make it to either one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so pretty much i ended up fucking blacking out and um I thought I was at a fucking hardcore show and I started fucking uh, doing a pit in the fucking middle of like this like trap city rave. Like they're dropping hard ass trap and I'm over here fucking throwing leg kicks and fucking arm swings and everything like like fucking yeah like crowd killing for no type of reason. And so you know like looking like a fucking jackass they're just like hey buddy you got to get out of here. So they kicked me out. Um, and then that's when, you know, Caddy goes after you. And then so the, the funny thing is, is that my understanding, even up until now, right, mm-hmm. was that you got kicked out because you took your shirt off in the club and they kicked you out for that. That's what I'm pretty sure that's what what Katie told me is that you got kicked out because you took your shirt off and refused to put it back on. And then that's why you got kicked out. I mean, that could have very well been a part of it. <laughs> they probably they probably could have told me, like, hey, sir, we need you to settle down and put your shirt back on. And I was probably like, fuck you. And then, uh... were, and then they were probably just like, okay, now you got to go. Like, so. Uh, but I do remember, like, pitting and shit in there. I do remember that. And then I just remember things going very circular and gone from that point. So, yeah. So, Katie tracks you down, tells you that, you know what I mean? Hey, we got to go. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so she tells me that. So I I go outside. You're out there already with maybe EJ. Um, yeah. And so then we're kind of talking about what happened. And then the silence hits me. And I don't know if you've ever been in this situation where when you're drunk and in music, it's good because you're dancing and whatever. But as soon as it gets silent, you realize like, oh, shit, I'm fucked up. And so <laughs> I really... I realized this and I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to yak, bro. Like instantly, I'm, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, I don't want to throw up in front of them, though. So then I'm like, I'll be back. And I just kind of like walk off, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I, I go pretty far to find somewhere to throw up. Like I don't want to throw up on the street. I'm trying to do it somewhere discreet. So I, there, there were like these little warehouses or something I seem to remember <laughs> or, or something like that. And then there's a bush. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go behind this bush, throw up. So I did that and I throw up in the bush. And then I'm like, oh, uh, like, I don't feel good. Like, I'm just going to lie here for a minute. I lie there. <laughs> Next thing I, I must have fallen asleep. I wake up and I try and walk back to the club. The club is closed. Like, there is no one around. There's no one waiting anymore. A good, maybe 
couple of hours had passed by that I was asleep in this bush and there's no one on the street. Like literally it's a ghost town and it's just me. I have no shirt because I, I, I just have a tank top on because I had taken off my like long shirt in the club also. And I feel like I had left it on the stage or something because we left in such a hurry that mm. I probably left my shirt there on the stage. And I call them. Maybe I didn't call you. No, I didn't call you guys because I didn't have a phone. Yeah, your phone was dead. Or no, no, you didn't. Have I don't think phone. I have you a phone. It. You you lost your phone because the w- week prior we were in Vegas and that in was Vegas. Where you lost it. Oh, yeah, man, so and that's, I, and that's another story for another day too. <laughs> yeah, that Vegas trip. Oh my god. Stay tuned because that yeah. was a, that was a trip. But yeah, yeah. So but no, so and, and there, there's also something important to remember here. So this is what happened on our end, and this is why like Cam was by himself. So after Cam had wandered off, and we didn't know where he went, um, I was blacked out. Well, they had gotten me to the car. And they started driving around for about an hour looking for Cam. But as you're driving around from the street, you're not going to see where Cam's at. Because as I was you said, legit he was hidden. legit hidden, laying, <laughs> laying on the ground behind a bush. Yeah, you there would never no know way. There's there. no way we would have known. <laughs> so after they drove around for about an hour, they take off and uh, they get me home and everything like that. So I get, I get home. The first thing I say is, where's Cam? And they're like, we had to leave him. We had no idea where he was at. Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, fuck so i get inside and i think i had messaged you on messenger and but i went to sleep because i was just Mm -hmm. like obviously i'd gotten there and everything like that so um i went to sleep and then yeah this fool continued to have his night so you're left left there alone (laughs) so i i walked back to the club like i said no one's at the club i like try and walk back to where the car was the car's not there anymore so then I'm like, fuck. So then I, 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 I don't know what to do, right? I'm like, fuck, I'm like stranded out here. I legit don't know what to do. So then I, I remember I walked past these houses. They were kind of like apartments, I guess. And it was, I remember it being gated. Um, but there were people sitting in their like little patio area having a cigarette, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I woke up to them. I'm like, I'm so sorry. But like, I, I, I something happened. I got stranded. I don't know where my friends are. I have no way to get home. Can you like let me um, uh, contact my friends? They're like, sure. Like, do you have their phone number? I'm like, no, I don't have no numbers. I have no phone, but I can log into my Facebook (laughs) and I can message them from there. So they're like, sure. So then they don't want to hand me their computer. So I have to give them like my my email and my password and everything through the fence. (laughs) And then they log into Facebook. I try messaging. Um, must have been all three of you guys, right? But it was late at this point. So I'm like, hey, where are you guys? Hey, blah, 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 blah. Message, 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 message. No one responds, but I wait there for a bit. And they're like, yeah, sorry, we're about to go inside, dude. Like, um, I've, I I don't know. They're like, the BART station opens in a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, bet. Like, where's the BART station? And they're like, oh, it's down there. I'm like, fuck, that's a while, though, um, until it opens. But they're like, maybe Starbucks is going to open soon. So I'm like, okay, bet. So then... <laughs> So then I walk down towards Starbucks and as I'm on my way there, right, um, this homeless guy walks up to me, right? And he has, he's a big, tall homeless guy. He's carrying like this big purse, like a woman's purse, but like one of these big purses and he's kind of strutting along. He's like, hey, hey there, maybe little guy or hey there guy or something. He's like, you look kind of cold. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cold out here. He's like, want a jacket? 
I'm like, sure, I would love one. So then he, he goes into this big bag of wonders. He pulls out a few things, including a fucking hammer, like a huge ass hammer. Pulls that from the bag. And then gives me this jacket, right? And he's like, oh, it, it's probably kind of small, but hopefully it fits you. I'm like, hey, this is something. Thank you. And I put on the jacket. It's hella tight, but it's something. And so then I'm like, he's like, where are you heading? I'm like, I'm trying to get to the bar station. He's like, oh, bar don't open for a few hours, but like, you can come kick it by Starbucks. I'm like, for sure. I go to Starbucks. I go inside. I don't order anything, but I'm just kind of chilling, waiting there. And then I end up falling asleep at Starbucks. And then the, the people at Starbucks like tap me on the shoulder. They're like, hey, hey, you can't sleep in here. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm like, fuck, this must be how being homeless feels. Like, <laughs> legit. So then I just I just like sit on the floor with the, that guy with the hammer and like arrest the homeless people for like an additional hour. <laughs> until st- until bar opens and bro i wish i could tell you that this was the end of my story but like legit it's not it's like not so so then bar eventually opens i get on the bar train i fall asleep on the bar um i think i ended up missing my stop by a couple have to ride it back to the fremont station get to the fremont station and and then I get a taxi. So I must have had money on me, right? So because I, I definitely remember paying for the taxi somehow. Mm-hmm. So I must have had money, pay for the taxi. But once I get to my house, I don't I don't have my key because they're in fucking <laughs> Tino's car. And so I'm like, fuck. I, and it's too early to ring the doorbell because I was renting a room at the time. It's too early. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to post by my car. I end up falling asleep on the grass, on the sidewalk next to my car, which is just on the street, bearing in mind. It's not in the driveway. It's just on the sidewalk. I fall asleep there, wake up. Now it's fucking the middle of the afternoon. So there are people walking around. I'm in looking completely homeless. My hair is a mess. I Probably grass in my hair. I'm wearing this tight-ass jacket, these bright-ass pants, so nothing matches. I legit look homeless and then have to knock on my landlady's door and be like hey i'm sorry i lost my key can you let me in (laughs) and that's it end of story but (laughs) oh dude i had quite the night and i i slept that whole day after that oh my god and i hella remember that i had to drive back to san jose the next day just to go take your keys and then also so i could get me a new debit card because we had left it there oh my god longest night of my entire life <laughs> i saw a different side of the world that night like i i like ha- like after that night i had an appreciation for what homeless people go through legit i was they're homeless like, that they're night. Just, you're like damn bro they're just trying to get by man dude just trying they just want some shelter they just want a place that they can lay their head for the night Oh, they they just want warm clothing protection from the elements. <laughs> like legit. That's what I want. That's all I wanted, man. That's all I wanted. Fuck. <laughs> I just love how like throughout the whole thing though, like you weren't you were never like upset. Like when we talked about it the next day, like you were not nah. you were not pissed off at all. No, nah, not I at remember, all. Yeah. I remember there was like, oh fuck, what happened? Um I remember he fucking, um, oh man, I hella forgot now, man, but I hella <laughs> forgot what I was going to say now. It was just, oh man, oh, there was just so much going on that night. That but yeah, all... no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't pissing. Honestly, like it was a funny, ex- 
it was a stressful experience, but it was a funny experience that you could laugh about afterwards. And like, really, it's my own fault for going and falling asleep in a fucking bush, right? Like, <laughs> so yeah, how do I? How can you get mad at that? You know, it was definitely an experience, though. Oh, for sure, yeah, definitely. Oh man, alrighty, bro. Well, that was phenomenal. Thank you so much for that story. Uh, <laughs> no problem, so man. For the update. I mean, what do you what do you got like coming up next? Though? So you said you're doing you're doing collaborations with like some producers. Anything that's going to be dropping coming out soon? Or um, yeah, watch this space. I don't really want to announce anything yet, but yeah, like maybe maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, hey, I feel it. Well, where do we, where can we follow you at? Where can we keep updated out on everything? Um, at Fly Richie, um, pretty much anywhere. Um, also check out my podcast. We just hit episode 50. I think we're at 55 now, but oh, we're over nice. the, we're over the 50 mark. So, um, rusty rupees anywhere, Twitter, discord. Yeah. Um, please check out, please check Facebook. out their podcast. They're fucking hilarious. So thank you. Thank you. So yeah, go <laughs> check that shit out. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much just focusing on that, on that right now. And then writing some music here and there and yeah, man, just trying to stay busy, you know? There you go. That's what's up, man. All right, bruv. Well, I'm, you know, I'm going to call you right after this is done. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, man, thank you for everything. Thank you for, you know what I mean, coming on here and telling us your vision and everything. And also just letting people just know how crazy we fucking get. <laughs> yes. No worries, bro. Anytime, man. <laughs> Anytime. Don't, right. Do not try this at home, kids. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. All right, bruv. I'll talk to you later, man. All righty, bro. Yeah. All right, guys, and to close us out, I will be doing my second vaulted verse for you guys. Now, this one comes from, um, this was a song that I was actually doing with uh, my boy EJ. Uh, we used to be a tandem called Yeah, You Right, where it was just Trap EDM. Um, and it was really cool, man. It was a really fun time, and we got to do some really cool shows because of it. Um, and eventually just, you know, ended up taking a hiatus and just never really got back to it. Um, so this was probably one of the last things that I wrote for you. You right. Um, I figure why not share it. I went to Mars and back at a surviving all these heart attacks. My niggas telling me like dog, relax. You're going to change the game. It'll fall intact. But I didn't see that. Now my rear view fucking new bitch in every state that I've been through. All these niggas out here saying I do. I just keep a message short like a high cool as fuck, boo. I don't want your hand in marriage. I just want to see if you can help bust this nut, boo. I got a heart of gold. Only someone makes plaques. So for anything else, there ain't much room. Apologies to feeling caught. my inner thoughts. Tell me what I'm doing wrong, but never really get involved. So I'm peeling off with a bad bitch on my right side down. Mouth deep on some dick and balls. Yeah, and I hit it raw. Nigga, I ain't been a boss. Bitches wrapped around my pole since the days of tetherball. And I never lost shit. Let's tally the wins. Proud to begin the saga that'll never end. Yeah, you're right. Always was and never is relevant to trials and tribulations. And most importantly, a drunk idea that was heaven sent. (laughs) This is Tino Killed It signing off from what the fuck am I doing with my life? Have a great day, y'all.